A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> Thanks. So. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Ajay Selvason. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, Ajay, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hello? Welcome on in to a snowy... Full court press. <laughs> I love how you turn around like, wait, is it still snowy out there? <laughs> I to does check. it still look is like it still crap coming out there? down? It still does. Know. Drive careful. Please, please be safe. Uh, especially if you're going through the canyon. Um, okay, so we have to talk about last night. Do we have to? 435-339-0321. I, ta- I had a great in. night. I don't know what you're talking about. Fresh biscuits and warm butter. Oh, okay. I, you know, <laughs> where'd that one come from? I, I can only tell you right now how much grief I've gotten from so many people, but it sounded so good in my head. And then when it came out, it just, you know. So for those who don't know what we're talking about, it was like Mariah stage. Carey's third album. It just fell flat on its face. <laughs> sounded good when she was singing in the studio and then put it out on the album. And it was like, nope, that's not going to work. Some uh, dramatics last night. Oh my for god! Utah State basketball. Unfortunately, it was the women, not the men. But you know, happy for. I guess we should say unfortunately. Yeah, what you but, say unfortunately for? But yeah, but it was a good. It was a good win for USU women. <laughs> okay, so and I've there was some before you set up the fresh biscuits, warm butter. Why that was said. <laughs> Pretty dramatic that they even got to that point considering some other events earlier in the game. Yeah, okay. So uh, I've never seen this in my broadcasting career. I've been in the business for 30 years. Never seen it happen. <laughs> You've not been in the business for 30 <laughs> years? I, I've i never, ever seen this. Uh, Faith Brantley gets in a, a, a just a small, it's a really mild skirmish. Like Faith gets up, she's shoved away pretty hard by Upshaw. And and Faith gets held back. They grab her. This is the USU women's basketball, basketball game team. last night yes, against last Arkansas night. State. Yeah, because everyone's busy watching men's basketball getting blown out by BYU, so good for you. Uh, but after she shoved, some of the players should stand up off the bench. Now, two players did come onto the court. Two. Like, they came on like two feet onto the court. There's a couple, there's like three players who just like put like half their foot on the court. Like, maybe half a foot, honestly, when you watch the film. And uh, and the ref comes over, grabs Kayla, grabs the other coach. And, you, like, the funny part is the other coach grabs Kayla and says, Hey, I'm sorry about her shoving your player. That's our bad. We apologize. 
So he admits that the girl shoved her, right? The final call is, because five players came off the bench, they're all ejected. Mind you, they just lost one of their best players to his ankle sprain the day before. There's another one who's not feeling well. She's out. There's two other players who have not played yet. They're both out. They eject five players from the bench out of the game. That's so they're nuts. left five with the where they're left with two minutes left in the second quarter. They're left with just the five players on the court for the remainder of the game. And how much time was on the clock? Two at this minutes point? left in the second quarter. Ooh. So they got the final twenty-two minutes of basketball to play, and at this time, it's a pretty close game. Um, and and the and the other funny part to it is when Kayla goes, "Hey, so wait, what about Arkansas State's bench? Did you see any players come off the court or onto the court?" He's like, "Uh, we didn't have a good angle of it." <laughs> Kayla's about to lose her mind. I'm losing my mind. I'm j- I'm livid. I I, I I'm so they play over- the entire second half with only five, five players. players on the court. No substitutions. They fall behind thirteen. I mean, they're down thirteen like to start the second half. I mean, Arkansas State goes on this run. Utah State just looks tired, uh, and I think they're kind of out of sorts too. The funny part, or the other funny part to this, the third part that's really funny, the f- total foul tally after the third quarter, after one quarter. Seven fouls on Arkansas State, zero on Utah State. They called seven fouls on Arkansas State. And I can tell you right now, not all of those were foul calls either. Not all of them were fouls. We go to the fourth. Aggies down by 10, and then all chaos breaks loose. Uh, A couple free throws missed on their end. Uh, They get a couple uh, steals and easy layups to go to the other side. Turn around, and then Randawa ends up... uh, like, she loses the ball off her foot, regains control, and then, like, not even in rhythm, not even set. I mean, it looks ugly when she shoots it, and I think it's way off. And she makes it. It was, like, from beyond NBA range. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought, it, that's why I lost my mind, because I was like, well, that's way off. And she hits it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then you're trying to recollect yourself, and obviously, uh, Wallace misses a uh, layup on the other end, and... Aggies win, and the thing that comes out of my mouth is fresh biscuits, warm butter, and like everywhere I went today, that's all I heard. And I was like, "Fetch, what have I done? <laughs> I shouldn't have came into the show today. I should have just took the oh geez, hearing it from you now it just sounds so worse." Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to wish fresh biscuits over there, no, or not, stop. Happy Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> Uh, we wanna. <laughs> we've also got the, the BYU game to kind of figure out. Shortened show today. Uh, Utah Jazz are in action. They're in Philadelphia. Tip off at uh, five o'clock our time. So, and you got high school basketball yeah, right very, after that, man. It's a fun yeah, basketball day. Skyview will tip off right after that. They were in a tournament down at Davis High School, so very busy day. Um, and shortened show, so a lot to cram in here, uh, but. Four three five three three nine zero three two one on the Guild Mortgage text line four seven eight one score prediction Vikings thirty three Steelers twenty one. All right, okay. Steelers are on a slump, man. They can't figure their crap out. 
Ben's Ben's done. Well, I think Ben's done. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is his last year. Me too. In uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, Vikings rebounding after their loss to Detroit. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, you got to play with some little bit of vinegar here in this game. Act like you care. Nine three one zero. Frustrating on how well BYU shot. I think mm. the Aggies played about as well as they can. I think we have a ceiling. So I watched the highlights after. Boy, free throws, free throws, free throws. Eric, I, you can make a contested fadeaway jumper, but you can't hit a shot from the charity stripe with nobody guarding you. Now, I know there's a uh, there's a scenery in the background that makes it difficult to shoot, but you're a Division One basketball player. Make your free throws, Eric. Really, really frustrating how a uh, couple things here um, to digest up. Uh, with that game last night. First, yes, the free throws. The, the free throws attempted, like the, there was no real free throw disparity in this game like there was in the St. Mary's game. In at least opportunities to shoot free throws. USU had their chances. But the, the real problem was yeah, not being able to make them. Mm-hmm. 38% uh, at, from the three and then f- uh, 45% from the free throw line. That's just not going to win you a basketball game, or a lot of them, against a lot of teams. 9 of 20 from the free throw line. And they lost by how much? uh, They lose by 11. (laughs) It always comes back to bite you. But a lot of those misses happened when Utah State was starting to make their run in the second half. Mm -hmm. They were getting some stops for BYU on one end, but then when they had opportunities to add to their run, they couldn't. They had a 16-3 to run going, but then they shot themselves in the foot with the with not being able to make a free throw. Yeah. And so that was a big problem. And then the other one is that this seems to happen every year. Some guy that you never hear of, some guy who's never done anything all year long, suddenly in the Utah State-BYU matchup has a great game. Somebody who is a non-factor suddenly makes great shots. Is perfect at the free throw line. <laughs> all of a sudden, they shoot well from outside when they've been struggling all year. It just seems to happen every year, and it happened again last night. That's frustrating. I mean, but again, you you played yourselves out of that game. You did. You can't make free throws. You're not making open looks. You turn over the ball 17 times. I mean, it's Aggies got themselves to to, to look at in the mirror in, in, after losing that game last night. That's a bummer. That's a that's a Bummer loss because now, Eric, you got New Orleans on Saturday night and said the Spectrum. That's fine. But then you got a hungry Weber State team next Wednesday night and a very good Iowa team on Saturday in South Dakota. I, I don't know that I agree with 9310 that Utah State has a ceiling. Uh, uh, every team has a ceiling, I suppose, but I, I don't know that we've seen it. Uh, I think Utah State has issues that are correctable. They, they, can, they can be better. But um, it it's frustrating in how they've lost their last two games. Yeah. For sure. Oh, amen. I could not agree with you more. They say Mary's was a winnable game. BYU, I think, could have been. I don't know. Maybe you go to overtime. Maybe you give it five extra minutes and you see what happens from there and see if you can put some pressure on the Cougars. But instead, you know, missed free throws, missed opportunities, bad turnovers. And, you know, when I when I watched, I, like I said, I didn't get to see the game. But, you know, you, you watch just a little bit of too much ISO ball with players that shouldn't be doing that, it's going to put you in harm's way. And, I mean, just and it did, and it hurt the Aggies a lot. Utah State had been really good with assists to field goals made. 
Um, last night, just there were, like you said, there were a few too many times where guys were trying to be a hero. Yeah. When they started to make their run, like things were working right, but then I don't know if guys felt like they needed to take it upon themselves to continue to do something that was outside of the flow. Like there were a few too many times where Ashworth was trying to just chuck up a three point shot, or Ryland Jones was trying to go one on three. Um, it just they were going outside of what was working during their run there, and that's what was got really frustrating too. Nine nine three eight. Can we talk about USU women's basketball instead of men's? Women played well. Got a big one against Ball State on Saturday, and then they're uh, they got a like a ten day break until they play uh, uh, Missoula or sorry Montana State in Missoula. So uh, that'll be a nice little break for them, and then they'll get right into conference play after that. Good good win for the Lady Aggies yesterday. Really sour loss for the men's basketball team. That's Eric, and those are the kind of losses, and especially couple that with the St. Mary's and the UC Davis loss. They're going to have some black eye, uh, black eye marks on their resume come March, and it's going to come back to bite them, Eric. Well, yes, the, the UC Davis is a bigger black eye than this one. The reason you think is because so? this was a, a quad one team that they just played, so the committee will recognize at least you played a tough team. You may not have got the win, but at least you played a tough team. Is that the same regard as the St. Mary's game as well? Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I need to I'll look up the, the current sure? net rankings. I got you today, here. Uh, we we'll got get another... to the next text. 5180 says, My brother, a BYU grad, graduate, asked me why USU hates BYU. As a fairly new Aggie, where does the hatred come from? I find myself making disparaging remarks toward BYU during class sometimes. Does that make me bad? Does no, that, make that makes you a true Aggie. That's what makes you a true-blooded Aggie is when you can make fun of BYU and not feel bad about it. Look, I accidentally may have made a mean comment about the Arkansas State coach for doing for breaking an unwritten rule in basketball. Does that make me a bad announcer? No, I'm just a true-blooded Aggie. And I may have gotten in trouble for that comment, but it was worth it at the time. Uh, no, it does not make you a bad friend or a bad brother or whatever it is. BYU fans are annoying. So uh, the the root of the question is why why do Aggie fans dislike BYU? Go to Twitter and you'll find out. Well, I, 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 look, it's it's an in-state rivalry, one. Um, and Yeah, but Eric... I think two is... I don't even hate... I don't even hate Utah that bad. I actually love Utah. <laughs> I actually love the Ute fans. I don't have a problem with them at all. There's definitely uh, yeah, no love lost between the fan bases because one fan base always thinks it's superior, always thinks it's better. Um, it, there's it, You have players in state that go to one school and go to another school so they know each other. and uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of reasons why the, those two teams don't like each other. Yeah. And why the two schools don't and like And it will be other. that way for – by the way, and I I used to, I was not a fan of Dave Rose. I'm actually a fan of Mark Pope. He's a cool guy. You know, he's classy. Uh, I, I From what I would heard is after the game, after he's done with his post game, he – I heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but he walked to Ryan Odom and just gave a few complimentary words to him. Hi, Randy Bennett. How are you doing, by the way? Yeah. Um, I saw him at the end of the broadcast. I saw him shake hands with, with uh, Jerry Bovey, who was yeah. down there. He's just like, that's he, that's a pure class guy. 
and a really good dude. So it's it's cool to see that. Uh, let's see six two one. To, getting back to the original yeah. question, that didn't always happen. No, Dave Rose was not that kind of a guy. No, I'm gonna be very clear about that. Yes, six two one one. Eleven missed free throws and seventeen turnovers. Game over. It's hard hard to win any game when you're playing when you that bad. Yeah, do that. Uh, nine three one five. All I care about is when we finally we can finally beat that team down south in basketball and football again. Ajay and his thirty year thing is like saying that he did not see the San Francisco Lake. We all know he did. Nine three one five is stuck on that. You know what? When I go to L A next week, I'm going to take a picture of the ocean, and you're all going to hate me. The, the San Francisco Lake is not that big, though. What do so you mean? You will, you will see the ocean. I I when did you're in San see Francisco, the ocean. I'm not going to taste it's a, it. It's a San Francisco lake. That's I'm not going to go get eaten by a shark, but I'm. I will take a picture of the lake for you. Also, is this the worst game for free throws that the Aggies have had this year? Yes, uh, absolutely. Yep. I don't think it's close either. Uh, five, four, five, two free throws doomed the Aggies last two games. We are jinxed against BYU every year since the horrible and uncalled for Albrecht apology. What are we talking about? Uh, so. BYU was in town, and uh, they'd had a player who'd had an issue with their the BYU honor code, and so oh, there were a lot of yeah signs and chants that like they were distasteful. Yeah, they were distasteful. I I mean, and but Kevin, so <laughs> yeah, it's they was like a stoppage in the game if I if I remember correctly. Really, and uh, they said, "Hey, come on, guys, cut it out." Yeah, well, good for them. Because you you can be, you can be edgy, but you don't have to cross the line. And yeah. that that game, they crossed the line. Four seven eight one BYU fans, why do Aggie fans hate us? Also BYU fans, let's go and take a crap together. What the world? <laughs> okay, so we're moving okay. on <laughs> again. We're going. Come on, guys. Uh, Weird. Five, Five three seven zero. It's not a rivalry when they constantly kick USU's trash year in and year out. And you know, but there's a difference between a winning streak versus kicking your trash year in and year out. Because there've been a lot of close games during this stretch, but it has definitely been one sided. But for it's one sided. That's the thing, Eric. We haven't beaten BYU in basketball since when? Like 2011. This, and we haven't won inside the Marriott Center since 0405. 2004. So I mean, five three seven zero's got a point. It's. <laughs> we haven't beaten them in 10 years. And we haven't won at their place in 15 years. Like, they're at some point, 16 years, whatever it is. Like at some point, you got to go win a ball game. you got to go win a ball game to consider it a competitive rivalry. And huh, it's frustrating. I'm frustrated. Yeah, isn't from. it weird that there are, there are high school basketball players right now who, in their lifetime, Utah State has never won a game in Provo? It was a great tweet yesterday. I saw it. Sam Merrill, Namish Keda. Um, and Justin Bean, two of those guys were the one are some of the greatest Aggies to ever step on the court, and they had three, four tries to beat BYU and couldn't do it. That's amazing. That's amazing, Eric. It's weird. So what it is? It's weird. Like, like I said earlier, in this in this series between Utah State and BYU, especially games in Provo, they're. It always seems to be some guy you've never heard of has this huge game, like monumental game. It's important. And that happened last night again. Mm-hmm. 
2787 because all BYU fans think that they walk on water. That's not false, by the way, and are never wrong even if they are clearly wrong. That's not false either. Every win that they have is bigger than the Super Bowl, and they have an excuse for everything. Annoying, cheap little buggers. <laughs> he's he's got he's not a, wrong. That's a good description. Like, dude, like that's a good description. BYU's like, hey, I beat both. We beat both Utah State and Utah. Well, let's celebrate all three teams for having great seasons. No, because we beat those two teams. And so when I tweet that out, here comes BYU fans. That ain't true. We never act like that. Dude, I've got plenty of proof for you there. Uh, 1534 Eric Brock Miller, MIA again. It was two or three years ago, free throws doomed Aggies in the spectrum. Mm. What was Brock's line? Did, did he? Brock, yeah. Then 23 minutes, he did make a three pointer. How are they fronting him defensively again, or are they just letting so, him? Somebody else was talking to me about this today. Yeah, I want to hear this. Um, I I didn't see the first half. I had some other things going on. I saw much of the second half. Okay. I didn't really see Brock. At least if he was there, I didn't see him do much. Here's, I like Brock Miller as a person. He's a great guy. But I think that he gets minutes because Craig Smith and Ryan Odom don't really have another alternative right now. I think Barstow, if he can continue on his current trajectory, might be able to take minutes from Brock. If it's not from Brock, then it's going to be from RJ because he too has been inconsistent. I, I hope Barstow continues what he's doing. It's, it's nice to see what he's doing because a few years past, he's always kind of shot himself in the foot and uh, taking himself out of opportunities. But, right, I, I just think the, the, the last two coaches, they've had to play Brock because they don't have many alternatives. I think he does some things that are good on the, on the court, but he's too streaky. Hmm. Like he'll have a game where it's like, ah, oh, yes, here we go, there's Brock Miller. And then he'll have three after that that he's not there and you need him to be there. Ah, it's frustrating. Yeah. 4781. Uh, he may have a point, but BYU is so scared to come to the Spectrum. Half the time, they make us play at Vivint Smart Home Arena. We have played in the Spectrum three times out of the last ten games against BYU. It's in part because of Dave Rose, too, by the yes, way. Yes, Dave Rose was a big part of I that. I think Pope is more than happy to come to the Spectrum. Dave Rose was a guy who wouldn't do it. But part of that, too, was this Beehive Classic that got created. Yeah. That was the only way that Utah would even play the Aggies. Like everybody gets all amped up about BYU, but nobody talks about how Utah, uh, Utah would never play the Aggies. I wonder if Craig Smith will fix that. But the Beehive Classic came in, and and that created a third, uh, was a neutral site court. Yeah. And every third year, it's played there. And yeah. So that that kind of changed the every year rotation. Uh, do we need to take a break? I don't know what time we need uh, to get Yes, out we do, actually. Let's take a break. We also got our pick six today. Oh, and oh, you gave me... That's right. You gave me a sweet gift today. Wasn't fresh biscuits. You thought about my inner needs. But I'm trying to make up for lost time. And you complete me. 
There's no reason to wheeze and sneeze while around dogs and cats. The Allergy Clinic, located in the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence next to the Bank of Utah, have an extremely aggressive treatment for dog and cat allergies. Get the help you need and stop avoiding friends' and relatives' homes just because of their pets. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time clinic to test and address all your allergy concerns. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. The Cache Valley Allergy Clinic, with two locations inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence. Call 753-7880. That's 753-7880. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Open enrollment for individual health insurance is November 1st through January 15th. Coverage through the marketplace is still available with more tax credits making it even more affordable. We'll help you navigate the marketplace, understand your plan options, and complete enrollment and save big. Trying it on your own can be frustrating. Let us help. Call 752-9493. There's no cost to work with us. Having a local agent makes all the difference. Call 752-9493. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. What are you doing for your home medical supply needs? Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. We sell the highest quality products in the industry, and your shopping experience with us will be unmatched. Get out and enjoy freedom with one of our many different power chairs. We'll make sure you have the best experience possible and that you can bring wellness home. Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. It's back. Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan is having our annual Pick a Pearl event. If you've attended this in the past, you know how much fun we have. And if you haven't come before, you don't want to miss this exciting event. For only $10, pick your oyster, open it that day, or save it for that stocking stuffer surprise. Mark your calendar, Friday and Saturday, December 10th and 11th. Pick a Pearl at Jarek's Fine Jewelry, 930 North Main. Just look for the bright green cars. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it jealous. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Imagine the other team has an ace in their starting lineup. He's fast, relentless, and his field goal percentage is 73%. What's your team's defensive strategy against a player like that? Well, that player is ransomware, and in 2020, 73% of ransomware attackers succeeded in holding their victim's data hostage. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. We're talking with Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Jay, when did Daryl's open? 1970. That's over 50 years of experience serving local people. Can you compete with the box stores? Absolutely. Our electronic price tags are automatically updated throughout the day, which ensure our prices are the lowest available. Also, we have something they don't, scratch and dent appliances. Why else should we buy from Daryl's? Service comes first here. We have our service department that backs your appliance purchase. Daryl's Appliance, a one-stop appliance shop. Daryl's, Weston Airport Road, open till 6 p.m. on on weekdays and five on Saturdays. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Uh, we know the holidays can be stressful, right? 
You're worried about this, all the shopping, getting everybody taken care of, the family party, the work party, the church party. The fresh, do you have your fresh biscuits ready? Is butter warm? You know, you got a lot on your mind. But don't forget about your car, okay? Valvoline <laughs> instant oil change. Ajay's, Ajay's having a hard day today. We need to get an air check on this. Valvoline instant oil change. They're across from Angie's. They'll get you in and out quickly. While you're getting your car worked on, you can go get some fresh biscuits next door. So Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Appreciate them being part of the program. I want the air check for that, by the way. <laughs> better, you better cut that. Okay. Um, hey, I, I can ask you something. And I know this is a little bit harsh to ask you. Actually, it's really harsh to ask you. Do we get better results with Raleigh Worcester as our point guard instead of Ryland Jones? Uh, that's a hard I love so, Ryland. But I feel like there's, he's trying to do a little bit too much in times where he doesn't need to, forcing it when it's not there. I think Raleigh probably gives you a better offensive option than Ryland does. I think Ryland sets up your team better, but I think Raleigh gives you more of an offensive option. I think Ryland, I think he does a better job of drawing charges. And by the way, that technical on him was a flat-out joke. Horrible. But what I mean, do you expect? I thought the refs were pretty decent for the night, but that call was a joke. Hey, how was Dave Hall last night? Did he try to beg for attention with the whistle, or I, did he? I didn't feel like it. I, I felt oh, it was good pretty, for him. I felt it was pretty balanced. Because I feel like Dave Hall is one of those dudes that's going to be like, oh, it, oh, it's TV? Got to get my face on there. <laughs> Got to get my whistle down. Utah State had 20 free throw attempts. <clears throat> BYU had 22. All right. I, I, felt, I felt it was pretty balanced. Yeah. Uh, the technical on Ryland was laughable, but I don't know. What What's just weird is that Utah State has a lot of depth and experience on the guard line, but it just feels like we're really – the Aggies are really inconsistent there. I don't know. I mean, you get two losses back-to-back in big games that, you, that fans get amped about, <laughs> you feel like they should win, and problems get magnified. Yeah. Get a few wins and we'll start to feel better about life. But those are those are rough ones. If you can go two and two and one over the next three game stretch, I'm okay with it. I mean, beat New Orleans and then you got to get Weber State or you got to get Iowa. One of those two you need to get. If you go three and all, that's wonderful. Go two and one and kind of get yourself back into the mix of things. Okay, so the latest net. Uh, it's updated every day now. Utah State fell to 54. Um, Iowa coming up. They're 22. Wow. In the net. Uh, Weber State, they are 87. They fell 40 points after losing to Washington State. They were 47. Now they're 87. Uh, let's see. New Orleans, that's who they have coming up. They're 270. So, yeah, don't let that one come up and bite you. Uh, BYU 21 in the net. So it's it's not that much of a dark mark on Utah State that they lost that game. But um would have helped if they could get the win, that's for sure. 0-1-1 against quad one, three and one against quad two. So I guess Oklahoma has moved into quad two territory. Yeah, because they're down to fifty five now. 
Hey, a couple texts came through, 9315. We do have to remember that we have new coach, both basketball and football, so now they have a taste of the BYU rivalry. They understand better about BYU, so no reason to worry unless we think unless we stink it up next year against BYU. True, uh, Coach Ryan Odom has never been in the Marriott Center. He's familiar with what it is. Um, Brock Miller was the only Aggie. Well, I guess that's not entirely true. Ryland Jones has played in the Marriott Center before, but you only have two guys on that roster who've ever played minutes in Provo up until last before last night. So, four seven eight one. In regards to the uh, Beehive Classic and the Utes not coming here, he says you're right. Forgot about the Beehive Classic. The Utes are chicken when it comes to playing us. That's. That's yes. not missing words. Yes. Where, where's where's all the hate and frustration directed yeah. to Utah? Yeah. Hey, uh, Adam Rittenberg, Eric, is reporting that Oregon's co-defensive coordinator, Ken Wilson, has interviewed today with Nevada. He spent 19 years, by the way, on Nevada staff and uh, has great support from Chris Alt and, and their crew there. So it looks like Oregon, or excuse me, Nevada might be closing in on their new head coach. Boy, they need it because there has been a mass exodus. Yeah. Just one player after another entering the transfer portal. Nevada opened as a seven-point favorite in their bowl game. They're now a three-point dog. <laughs> Sounds about right. That is a huge swing <laughs> in a short amount of time. And how about this? Oregon's actually looking to get Chip Kelly as their next head football coach. Uh, get him out of uh, UCLA. Chip Kelly. That they want to yeah bring on the reunion tour. It's it's kind of weird because I mean UCLA is on the uh, fourth of a fifth-year contract. That's about twenty-two million, I believe. So it's a nine million dollar buyout for Chip Kelly if he wants to leave UCLA and go to Oregon. Kind of a weird reunion, too. It's like, oh, you, wait, you, you want him back? But, I mean, that's Their an offense that can score. Under yeah, him. Absolutely. Yeah, Marcus Mariota and that crew was really, really good. So, And he was 46-7 and seven in those four years with the Oregon Ducks before he left to Philadelphia. Um, be interesting. I'd be really intrigued if that would be the case. And then who goes to UCLA? I mean, now it's just a merry-go-round. Now you have to play musical chairs with everybody. Does and Kalani Sataki take that job? No, I think uh, this is just the gospel according to AJ. I think Kalani's waiting for that huge job to open up, and I think because I think Whittingham retires after the Rose after the Rose Bowl's over. Hmm. I think he's waiting to put on the crimson red, where he spent ten years there, has a great relationship with all the Ute, both donors, um, administration, the university, the players. That would be me. That's my opinion, but we'll see. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, five eight six zero. I'm not from Logan, but this is most one sided rivalry I've ever seen. <laughs> Seems like we hate them much more than they care about us. Uh, they only care about you when you speak ill of them. In in basketball, it's it certainly is more one sided. Uh, the last ten fifteen years, football has been more even the last five or six years. Um, there has been been. A little more back and forth in the football series, uh-huh. but uh, basketball has been one-sided. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, uh, and and I just man, I just want to see it. Like I've never been at Utah State when Utah State beat Boise State or beat BYU in basketball. At least I mean, I've never been to a game like that. I just want to see it happen in live person. I just want to know what it's like. <laughs> Jeez. 9310, just booked my flights to L.A. Got to go while the Aggies are good and college football still exists in its current state. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, enjoy it while it's here, right? Oregon State, Utah State's going to be a good one. 
next Saturday evening, I think, right? Evening is what it is. And so 5.30 on ABC. ABC. Uh, Joe Tessitore will be on the call, uh, along with Jesse Palmer and Laura Rutledge. Yeah, it's a good crew. Yeah, really good crew. Uh, Really, really good crew. 5338, I don't think Gajay's been watching the news closely. Whittingham has already stated that he has no plans to retire after the season. I think he has to say that yeah, in the, he, with he's early a, signing period. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to go but, and be like, by the way, I'm retiring. Let's see what happens. I think, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Coaches are the worst liars in, out there. They're good at it. Yeah. They're good at it. And they have to. Uh, um, that's not an indictment. It's just a statement of fact. It's just it's because sometimes they just have to. Dude, how about Manny Diaz having to go out and recruit while they're looking and trying to grab Mario Cristobal to come to the um, to Miami? And they're like, ah, you know, just keep doing your job. You know, we'll let you know. Hey, have you got a hold of Mario yet? Let's, let's get him over here. Hustle. <laughs> I'm sending him out to recruit. Let's get our coach over here. You know, it's just that's a tough deal. It's a really, really tough deal. Uh, 435-339-0321 if you want to continue to weigh in on the Guild Mortgage text line. Um, I did see something last night, and I I don't know the answer to this. This is from uh, the, the text line from uh, KVNU Aggie Call. Mm-hmm. Wanted to know about mm-hmm. how long this mm-hmm. series is going to be continuing. How much? How many games are still scheduled out? Uh, I believe it's through 20, I want to say it's through 24. I want to say it's through 24. Now, BYU could buy that contract out and say, when they go to the Big 12, and say, okay, we're going to just go ahead and not play that final game, give you whatever money you're supposed to have, so we can just move on with a, you know, Power 5 base schedule now that they're in the Big 12 conference. I don't know. But that'd be my guess. Yeah, but as a non-conference game, I think playing Utah State is still... A decent game for them to have on the schedule. Well, that's what we think, right? But remember, in BYU, you only want to be playing national champions. I mean, you want to you you want to go out there and play the. But Utah State over Weber State, or Utah State over Utah Valley. I, again, I'm telling you, like that's just the BYU. I'm telling you the BYU thought process, like that Utah Valley is a national champion contender, that Weber State's a national champion contender. But according to BYU, Utah State's a Division three school. I don't know what else to because Utah Utes football thinks the same way. Missouri State, who like, they just played last weekend, they're at 104 in the net. Yeah, but I mean, like, like for example, Utah Utes football is like, hey, let's go play Northern Illinois and beat Northern Illinois. But if we play Utah State, it's not going to help us. But if we beat Northern Illinois, it's going to really help us in the, in, in the college football playoff rankings. Just watch. So, yeah, for what you're worth. Six two one one. Horvath has led the Aggies in turnovers the last two games. Mm. It's like he has oven mitts on, like he's been baking biscuits with warm butter. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's good. Don't you dare steal my copyrighted phrase. Uh, Horvath is a turnover machine, and he hasn't been that great of a free throw shooter. I'm a little worried. I know he's made, making buckets. He's a buckets kind of a guy. Gets you he's back into a game. Four for five from three. He's, but Eric, he's he turning, shot the Aggies back into the game. He's turning over the ball at constant. He had four turnovers last night. And what was his uh, free throw? What? He was 0 for 2. Uh, in the St. Mary's game, 
Uh, just trying to verify here. He was uh, he had five turnovers to lead the team, and he was four from six from the free throw line. I mean, the Aggies were fifteen of eighteen in the St. Mary's game at the line, so they weren't bad. No, they were good in the St. Mary's game. Yeah, turnovers were an issue. Nine three one zero. Dorius and Horvath have oven mitts for hands. <laughs> Dorius pretty bad. I know. I mean, did he play? What was his? I, I was line? really surprised we didn't see more of. Uh, uh, we didn't see any uh, Zapala. It's weird. I mean, I know they got to go up based on matchups and based on what they're seeing on film. Yeah, but, but I I would have thought that based on the injuries and what's going on with with BYU, I would have thought that the Utah State Aggies would have had a little bit more. Of an advantage in the low post. Yeah. So I was so surprised we didn't see more, more of that. That's frustrating. Nine nine five two R J E Rock has been disappointing thus far. And there's too much ISO ball going on with him. Way too much of it. Need to see more ball movement from the Aggies. Agreed. Uh, that's when they're at their best. Uh, and these last two games, the number of assists is down compared to where they were earlier when they were winning games. So, got to be able to, to get back to that sharing the ball, playing the team concept, trusting in your the, your actions, and uh, getting guys open. Yeah, I'm with you. Another quick timeout. Uh, some additional thoughts before we hand it off to the Utah Jazz. <clears throat> Happy holidays from Birch Creek Golf Course. For your golfer this Christmas, I invite you to visit birchcreekgolf.com. Birch Creek's online store offers punch passes that are on sale at the spring sale price, as well as driving range passes and discounted golf lessons from our PGA teaching staff. So for your golfer this Christmas, I invite you to visit birchcreekgolf.com and enjoy Birch Creek's virtual online store. And happy holidays from your friends at Birch Creek. Jim Bridger here. Of course I've got skis and boots. The best leather boots and Aspen skis a pelt can buy. Don't ski on old equipment. Al Sporting Goods has new ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now and bring them back in May. Youth ski or snowboard rental only $89. Adult ski or snowboard rentals only $109. And right now with every season ski rental receive a free pass to Cherry Peak Resort. Don't wait. $89 and $109 ski season rental prices end soon. New ski equipment at Al's. Yeah, I heard you. I'm old, not stupid. I'm on my way. For 125 years, SC Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. People from St. George to Rexford drive to Logan to shop Utah's oldest jewelry store. One major reason is price. When diamonds are compared up and down the Wasatch Front, SC Needham Jewelers is as low or lower than any store in the state. We compete with any 50 to 70% off sales, internet prices, or so-called wholesale prices. Recently voted as number one jeweler in the best of Northern Utah. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. SC Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Advanced Heating and AC, the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah, is teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you with the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and AC and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272. Stop by at their showroom west of DI. Online, advancedheating-ac.com. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, 
We'd love to have you open a new account with us or even talk with us about a loan for your farm or business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally. Now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Steven, stop dragging your feet. Don't you give me that look. You've had a bad attitude all day. Now look, I know you'd rather be with your friends right now, but this has to be done. And either you start cooperating or I'm going to start taking things away from you. And I think you know what that means, don't you, Steven? Yes, honey, I do. All right. Okay. Watch it. Bigger isn't always better. At Castalite, you'll choose from a huge selection of pavers and receive help from experts. You'll see just how easy it is to do it yourself. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at castalite.com. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, if you're looking for uh, some synthetic motor oil, about a 50-weight, 30, 5-quart jug. I never want to hear you give me crap ever again. Ever. Or 100-piece screwdriver set, LED garage tri-light bulb. I'll give you a 9-piece of fresh biscuits. Uh, you know, it's, it's, we got snow now. It's going to start melt or uh, freezing. Would you read the line? Melt. We got three minutes. We need to pick six. So stock up on blue heat ice melt and a whole bunch more. Get it at Napa Auto Parts. Five locations from Preston to Providence. Good gosh. Jazz play tonight. They're in Philadelphia. Pre-game here, uh, 4.50. Tip-off at uh, at 5. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. It's the Full Court Press Pick 6. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. I can't right, even do this. I can't do, even do this. We do it in less than two minutes. Okay. It'll be fast. Uh, I don't won. even have any prepared. So You won. Uh, true. So you go first. Okay. Uh, Radlin Jones turnovers. Three and a half on Saturday. Oh, gosh. Three and a half? Yep. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. Aggie missed free throws. I'm going to put it six and a half. Over, under. Six and a half? Yep. I'm going to take the under. I'll take the under. And Justin Bean rebounds. I'm going to set it at 12 and a half. Over, under. Ooh, 12 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. Okay. Uh, Jazz at Philadelphia. Um, this is George Yank, so help me. I'll break this <laughs> microphone. I'm going to say uh, Mitchell points. 25 and a half. Oh. Over. I'll take the under. Yeah. Uh, Jazz three pointers. <laughs> 15 and a half. <laughs> Over. I'm going to take the under. What are we doing oh, here? Oh, I don't know. And then. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> George Yang. George Yang points. 10 and a half. George Yang points, 10 Under. and a half. I'm going to go over. <laughs> That's 
gonna do it for us tonight. <laughs> just pregame. You just put George Hinks, e. stuff him in there. <laughs>